What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Liquor Talk. We are back. Sorry for the hiatus. Sorry for the wait. I'm your man, Victor. I'm joined by Don and Juggy. I got to talk to them about some things. But, guys, I'm sorry for the wait. This has been the longest hiatus from Liquor Talk. But now I can say Liquor Talk starts now. Listen, the hiatus is over. Sorry for the wait. Your boy had COVID. I had to deal with it, you know what I'm saying? It's a monster. I wouldn't wish it on nobody, y'all. I wouldn't wish it on anybody, not even my worst enemy. But I do want to say thank you for everybody for the prayers. Thank you for everybody for the shout-outs. Everybody that checked in with me, I want to say thank y'all. And also, I do want to thank my mom because if more for her, I wouldn't have gotten healthy as fast as I did. So with that being said, look at talking. And it's the guys on the ground, and we got a great show in store for y'all. And my two guys right here, they've been doing some big things, so I got to put them on the spot. So let's go ahead and hop in. Let's get this thing started. Don, how you doing today, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm trying to get my, my light and angles and situation together over here. It's bad. <laughs> um, but yes, I'm good. How are you doing? Thank you for having me back, guys. Good to see you as always. It's the first one, man. So talk to the people. And Don, Don started his second podcast, The B-Spot, man. Congrats on the starting that podcast. Thank you. I'm having, it, I'm just, I'm having it, you have to, I can't see y'all. Like, I'm trying to get my shit to stay right. Uh, yes. Um, We're working through technical difficulties, but tell everybody what The B-Spot is all about. Uh, yeah, The B-Spot, basically, um, I'll make a long story short. It's just kind of a peek into the mind of... Um, Don B, if you will, like musically, um, just all my different tastes. I'm super eclectic when it comes to different genres, and um, I have a unique background that kind of led me to that. You know, playing saxophone and singing in choirs and theater and all these different things, and uh, now I'm doing it in Orlando now. So um, it's just going to be a weekly guest coming on and just talking about you know our favorite, what's happening in music at the time. It's not going to be anything super current, no juicy gossip, nothing like that. It's all this lo- all love, all music facts, all stories, all good stuff. So, Man, I was in. your last episode. I was like, damn, I didn't. I knew you were a fashion head and you were good with the shows, but I'm like, God damn, <laughs> this man knows some shit about music. I didn't even know. So what can Appreciate people it. listen to the B-Spot? Um, you can listen to the B-Spot. Um, just... The B Spot Podcast. It's on all platforms. Um, anywhere you get your platforms, Apple, Spotify, all that good stuff. Um, you can follow the B Spot Pad on um, Instagram and also WXSJ97.3 if you're in the Miami area. That's We're real. There also. That's real. So, why do people need to tune into this podcast? Um, if you're like a music head, like you know, like I am, or you just, if you're like, I'm a music geek, so I like, I, I don't really care about hearing. You know who's sleeping with who or who divorced who i like to know about like the makers of this album you know what i mean inspiration behind this thing yeah like i love digging into like those kind of stories um so it's all about that it's all the first episodes about andrea tillman who is the uh the founder of girls time which ended up being destiny's child um she's actually a black woman who literally cultivated the beyonce that we know but she's been wiped away from history um can you Google her? You can't find anything about her at all. But she literally has well, discovered them, put them together, spent her last dime financing them, got them their record deal, and she passed away right before uh, her um, before they pat you know before they popped ninety seven. So she never got to see you know what Beyonce has become. And now you know her whole essence has been wiped away because certain people 
owns, you know, her label when she passed away that she started and just erased her name and wrote their name in it. And now that's their story. And so Amazon Prime is a documentary about it. That's really, really good. And it's really, really sad. Um, so I just want to do, I did a whole deep dive on that in the first episode. And it's, it's informative. It's inspirational. It's fun. It's not super sad, but it's like something I feel like everybody should, you know, know about. Absolutely. I definitely got to check that out. Juggy, how you doing, man? What's been going on with you, man? Man, I've been uh, working, um, starting a new venture. Um, for people who don't know, um, I started DOJ Bowling. And um, yeah. sort of the beginning path of my uh, bowling career. Um, right now, I'm in league play. So um, I have to sort of sharpen my edge a bit, if you will, um, and get the requirements to um, be able to and start participating in tournaments. Um, and eventually, actually, go pro. Hopefully, you'll see me, you know, ESPN three, right? I think they got the PBA Open Championships. Actually, was earlier today on FS one, but uh, you'll see me on TV with those nice looking shirts at some point. Hopefully, within the next year. So I'm excited about that, and um, I had to put um, DOJ Radio um, a little bit of a back burner just because of the time constraints trying to plan. Beginning stages of planning a wedding takes a lot of time and effort. So, oh, yeah. Healthy, um, blessed, May 2021. Um, we have a new political regime. I'm, I'm ready to see and ready to grab life by the horns. Yes, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I'm not going to be that one guy because I remember one time I was watching bowling. On, I just happened to, there was one show on TV. I just happened to be watching bowling. There was this one guy, he rolled a strike right, and the mic caught him talking to himself like, yeah, yeah, I knew it. They hated me, and I knew it. I'm like, okay, dude. Oh, People who actually stop to watch, um, you will find out there's some very, very exciting and interesting characters in the world of bowling. I bet. For 15 minutes, you'll be a little bit more captivated than you think. You had to see it in person. Trust me, when you see it in person, it's almost like baseball. People say, I'm not going to sit here and watch baseball on TV. But when you get in person and you hear yeah. it, you see it and you feel the atmosphere, trust me, there's definitely some significant value to that. There's no doubt about it. So, yes, yeah, I'm yes. looking forward to so, moving in that direction. Yes. What can people get from um, watching you on BLJ Bowling? So, BLJ Bowling is going to have. Um, Bowling gear, you know, shoes, wristbands, all the equipment, uh, drilling the balls, um, tips, tricks, um, how to get a strike. Some of us are good bowlers or think we're good bowlers, but there's some things you can do to tweak your game to become a little bit sh uh, sharper. Um, and also um, how you can use bowling to bring together friends and family. Um, bowling is an excellent way to catch up with friends. Mm -hmm. um, or family time without spending too much money unless it's Saturday night prime time on Cosmic Bowling. <laughs> so we'll be getting into all things bowling. It's a little bit more intensive than people think it is, and I'm happy to show the world something that not everybody's into. Have my own niche. That's real. That's awesome. That's I real. love that. Uh, that's real. You know, the last time I went bowling was the night me you met Juggy. That, that's how long it's been since I've been bowling. Well, they had lanes at, uh, what was that? In, I can't remember what side of town that's called now. They done changed it up. 
It was child side. It was child side. Yeah. I don't even know if that bowling alley is there anymore. It doesn't I think so much. It I think I know they rebuilt that whole area, but I think that bowling alley actually stayed. Yeah, because their lanes was like very short and small. It was a very unusual bowling alley. I do some research on that. Mm. Um, but yeah, we got to get back together again. That's always a good time. Get some drinks, have a nice little session, have nine going down. You know, I think we should do that. Yeah, we should do that. Um, we we'll get Don, get Marco I'm to come down on down that. from Atlanta. I'm any uh, yeah, any bowling play. moment. I love bowling. Excellent, yeah, man. yeah. It's been too long since I've been bowling. So yeah. Anyway, I know y'all probably been wondering what's been going on, why there has been no look at talk. Well, yours truly caught COVID. When I tell y'all I wouldn't wish that shit on nobody, <laughs> yes. I wouldn't wish it on nobody, man. Oof, man, we're glad you're still here, bro. I mean, yeah, scary. That's um, what is it? Quarter is it four hundred thousand now? Is the number of people that have passed away from COVID related issues in um, Florida, I think. It's higher now. I think that wasn't that just like Florida's numbers. I think I feel like it's like over like I saw over a million people, at, but I don't know if that's globally or if that's just in America. But I've seen over a million. It's probably deaths. just in USA because USA is so far behind in on getting a grasp on things, and it's yeah. like it's ridiculous. But like yeah. I said, I wouldn't wish on nobody. I had all the damn symptoms, you know what I'm saying? Everything you could think of, I had it. And they say it happens in seven to ten days, man. I, I found out in like two days. So I will say, hey. y'all watch who y'all hang around, you know, one for real. Because sometimes somebody can say, oh, I got a false, um, I got a negative test. But it turns out it actually might be a positive. So if you people come from out of town, you definitely need to be checking them like, hey, Y'all good? If y'all know something, y'all You just coughed just now in the camera, and I want you to put your mask on. I'm nervous now. You just coughing. Man, I'm sniffing on. I need you to mask up. Anyway, I'm I'm on a little vodka and um Red Bull. Somebody put me onto this, so I was like, hey, I'm happy. Red Bull. Hmm. Oh, that's good. Red Bull vodka. That's that's fire. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think about yeah. that, but okay, it's good. <laughs> and the and the uh, the Red Bull kind of keeps you up because the alcohol kind of brings you down, so it's a nice little balance. Yeah, it's definitely a nice little balance. Now, fellas, I'm gonna get to this. Um, I saw this. Um, thanks to the Kate Dish podcast for this one. Shout out to Chandrika, she's closing on 100 episodes. How do you tell somebody nicely that their music is trash? Ooh. I'm what the wrong person to ask that too because I don't I don't know how and I'm really bad at doing that. Actually, so I actually had a conversation with this about somebody the other day. Um, I think the best way to go about it, if you know somebody's been doing music for ten years and they are not known in their city, they do not get invited to open up for anybody of note. It may be time to let that go. Ooh. Now, I know that people get discovered by chance. So I understand that you might be waiting on that thing, but that's not what I'm addressing. I'm addressing that if you don't have any type of following, like if you do a show, you should have 50 to 100 people show up if you've been in the game for 10 years. Mm-hmm. You should have a little crowd. You should be able to go to the club and be like, yo, I pulled numbers. Here's the proof. And the club be like, you know what? 
We can do a night for you. If you go to the club and they laugh you out, or you got to pay to have a show there, you might want to reconsider your strategy music-wise. That's all I can say. Ooh. Can't tell people not to give up because Lord knows a lot of the artists that we see today um, got there by chance. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. You don't got no clout in your own city, no type of following in your own city. At this point in time, with all the tools that's available out there, mm, I don't know, man. Yeah. Consider on that one. Listen, I don't, I don't have it. It depends on how much of a friend we are. Because if we go back some years, I'm gonna tell you if a song is, if a particular song is whack, I'm gonna tell you you need to get in the studio and do it again because I know you can do better. But if you're somebody I really not really that tight with. I might not even tell you music is trash. I might just not even promote your music. You know, so I'm not even gonna say anything because I don't know you like that. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah. man, I, I go ahead, Don. Sorry, I just feel like um, in my uh, realm, my circle of like influence and people that I work with, um, I should be a lot more like honest with that but for me I just don't like hurting people's feelings so I always try to find like a solution if it's not good because I feel like everybody has something right so if it's not great I'll, I'll tell people like maybe okay this is not the right direction but you want to be in music maybe you on the on this side of things or you know what the lyrics that are really really good maybe you were a writer maybe just the flow was not your thing like I always try to find something just because I'm an artist at heart so I know how it is when you're real sensitive about this shit um, but it's real, but I, I have been like, in a, in, I don't know, I was in a situation one time where I had a friend had music that was good. It was all right, but it wasn't the best. And other friends of mine asked to hear this person's music. And I was like, oh yeah, it wasn't great, but I had been like faking it for so long that I didn't even think twice. When I played it for my other friends, they were like, this is what y'all, what is this? And I was just like, oh, Wow. So I need to probably go to my friend and be like, this is not the wave. But I wasn't hyping it up or nothing, but I was also not thinking it was going to be that bad. But they, the, all the reactions were just like, when I was like, thanks. And I feel like obligated to go tell my friend. <laughs> but ew. yeah, I don't like doing that. That's difficult, man. Yeah, that is. It's definitely being difficult, being the bearer of bad news. That is definitely difficult. I'm, I'm with you right there, Don. Yeah. Like, I even bring myself to tell some of my friends that, hey, I'm not a big fan of new music. Even even the ones that I'm very close to, it's like mm -hmm. I'm I still like if they go try again and it's still trash, I wouldn't like necessarily go tell them. Yeah, that's kind of tough to bring it to them. So anyway, y'all yeah. know what this weekend is, right? Y'all know it's Super Bowl weekend. <laughs> yes, yes. For the first time ever. A team is playing at home in their home state in the Super Bowl. That's yeah, crazy to me. I got my OG Buccaneers gear on. You know what I'm saying. So you know who I'm. You, you know who I'm riding with. So who y'all riding with? I don't have a stake in either team. <laughs> I am very happy for Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans. Just the opportunity to play at home again. Extremely historic. Um, I don't really have a stake in either team, but I, I. I you know, I know people going to try to shoot shots at me. I, I think the young Patrick Mahomes has a couple tricks up his sleeve that TB12 might not be able to keep up with. But, hey, 
It's a Super Bowl. Anything can happen. We'll have to wait and see tomorrow night. It's an epic yeah. game. You know, you're talking about some. What does he got? Tom Brady got. Tom five, Brady sitting on six rings. Sitting on six rings, right? If he wins tomorrow, no question. No, you can't yeah. deny. No matter what you say, there's no way to deny the legend. No way that he's not the GOAT. No way. Even I have to say that. Listen, so, I always wondered that about Tom Brady. What would happen if you put him on a on a team not coached by Bill Belichick? And I'm like, God damn. Exactly. <laughs> That's the thing, dude. Like, I'm like, there's so much at stake at, on this one because, okay, first of all, Tampa Bay, my, you know, I have no stake in either team either, but obviously my heart is with Tampa because, you know, I got people there proud of, proud of them. It's awesome. When's the last time, if ever, forgive me, that they have been the Super Bowl. It's been a while, right? Thirty-seven. It's been eighteen years. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. So, and to, and to have it at home—that's you know—it's right, monumental. Um, but the Tom Brady thing, man, I was never a Tom Brady like you know. I was never wearing the T-shirt. My my family's from the Northeast, so they're they're all Tom Brady stands. They all got the jerseys, whatever. They talk. Their patriot shit or whatever. I I wasn't mad at him, but I was always just like, yeah, take him out of that, you know, privileged environment, and what can he really do? But my God, like I feel like not to win the Super Bowl immediately. Like I have no choice but to stand at this point. So I would like to see him. Like I would like to see him take that and just you know ride off into the sunset. The yeah, obviously the. Young, you know, young uh, Patrick. He's yeah, black, so I want to support him. Yeah. But he's young; like he's got you know many more ahead of him. Like it's gonna be, it's good, what's gonna be. So I'm actually gonna be going for Tom Brady, which I never thought I'd be saying out of my mouth. But like he needs yeah. it. But I'm just saying, it's just. <laughs> I know, I know. It's cool. It's a cool story. It'd be a cool story arc. You know what I mean? Just to kind of capitalize, like and, you know, end his whole thing, like Peyton Manning, kind of like. Exactly. Right. Same thing happened to him. The fact that the Patriots didn't even make the playoffs this year without Tom Brady, it's like, yeah, yeah. And for Black History Month, another reason to pull for the Buccaneers: the Buccaneers, all four coordinators are black. The the offensive coordinator is black. The defense coordinator is black. The special teams coordinator is black. And they got a black running backs coach. So that's another reason to pull for that. So getting back to that point, what do y'all think of the lack of diversity within the NFL since we're talking about the NFL? It's like it seems like it's hard to get black head coach hired. It's like because I thought your Jaguars would probably hire Eric Bieniemy, but they just got to go with Urban Meyer. But I'm like, I don't get it. It's so funny mm. to mention that because I was actually talking with a good friend of mine. We both follow NFL um, about a week ago about this. Um, the Jaguars, you know, my team, um, we had a chance to hire Eric B. from Kansas City. Um, people around the league, extremely well-respected, excellent, progressive, up-and-coming coach. Um, I don't – I mean, that was my favorite to, you know, be the head coach of Jacksonville – or even another team, um, you know, the owner, I know the owner of uh, Houston, um, he's been in the news several times about some very uh, derogatory comments about black players, um, very slave master-like mentality. So, you know, 
when they shut out, uh, what's the guy's name, uh, Colin Kaepernick, you know, there's a lot of guys in the NFL that could not hold a candle to him as far as being a quarterback, and they continue to shut him out. And you see a lot of quarterbacks getting traded or getting picked up that just aren't that good. And it extends to the coaching as well. And, you know, I think the turning point will be um, someday, um, one day soon, um, a, a group will come together that will try to get a majority stake in a team. Um, and hopefully the head of that group is black. And I think that's when things will start changing. Um, I don't have anything necessarily against a lot of the coaches in the NFL. Most of them, most of them work hard to get where they are. But I do think that there's an extreme lack of diversity top down NFL. I mean, the all majority of the players are black. Majority of the superstars are black at this point in time. Um, just like the NBA, there's no reason why there shouldn't be at least one black owner um, and have more black, you know, general managers, coaching staff. I mean, look at Tampa Bay. I mean, you know, they have young black assistant coaches. That's unheard of. Mm -hmm. um, so even team that wins is, is a win, I guess, from a black perspective for tomorrow. So it's, it's you know, that old blood in the NFL as far as ownership, man. You know, that's that's a tough, tough nut to crack. Those are billionaires. Yes. You know, with Fortune 500 companies and sponsorships, that's a lot of money and a lot of people's livelihood. So we'll have to continue pressing. You know, we got to continue to press on and, and push for more diversity. That's all we can do. Yeah, we do. Yeah. It's sad that we hit went 2021 like talking about this, but we just gotta have to keep pressing on and all the athletes out there just keep pressing on and everybody just keep pressing on. We're gonna we're gonna see some change eventually, but you know what I'm saying? It's gonna happen. But ladies and gentlemen, this is look at talk the more look you drink the better this podcast sounds. So go ahead and pour it up if you haven't done so already, because we get back to crank it up some more, you know what I'm saying? Fellas, y'all know next week is Valentine's Day, right? Don't mind. I was just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how you really feel, Juggy. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think you get to a point where um, I will, from a married man's perspective, um, you actually start to look forward to it. Once you get to a certain place, you look for opportunities to spend with your significant other because you get so busy with just life and responsibilities and jobs and projects, um, keeping up with both sides of the family, et cetera, et cetera, that you mm -hmm. actually look for to, you know, do that. So I know that there's a ton of single people out there, and especially from last year with, like, the whole COVID thing and people being lonely. I know we talked about that a few different times. Um, you know, but they, don't they have, like, um, they have a lot of events now for single people like oh, yeah. stuff like that, right? Like different mm -hmm. Facebook events and different like clubs and stuff like will have like special openings like Valentine's Day and uh, what do you call that? Um, the little mixers. Like, yeah. Little dating mm -hmm. and stuff. So, I mean, <clears throat> as long as it's COVID safe, people wearing their mask, um, man, get out there. You never know. You don't put yourself yeah. out there. I always say this. Every episode, man, I reiterate, um, if you're in a healthy place mentally, you got to put yourself out there 
people are not going to find you sitting on the couch. I know there's online dating, but you got to put your, as long as it's COVID safe, you got to, you know, put yourself out there. You never know who you're going to meet. That's gotta real. Got to, man. It takes effort. You want to find yeah. love, you got to work for it. It doesn't just come and somebody gives it to you, you got to work for it. Yes, you definitely have to work for it. And also, we can't overhype Valentine's Day because you should be showing love all 365 days out of the year, you know what I'm saying? You should be getting them gifts and flowers and chocolates all 365 days out of the year, not just this one special day, you know what I'm saying? Because there are some people out there that will act like it's the end of the world if they don't get something on Valentine's Day. I'm like, it's just one freaking day. Like, somebody oh, can't see, get so That's, many people they value that a little too soon. But now, ladies, I was like to be spoiled too on Valentine's Day. So, fellas, what should the ladies get their man for Valentine's Day? What y'all think? Don, what's, 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 what you think, bro? <laughs> what you think, Don? Also, what would you like for Valentine's Day? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question, cause I ain't nobody I'm, over, ain't nobody over here. I'm not on nobody's list to get no, no gifts. It's gonna be me, myself, and I. It's gonna be me, me, Ben, and Jerry on uh, uh, oh, <laughs> Valentine's no, Day. It's um, gonna be me, um, a, a bottle, and maybe some Ben and Jerry's too. I'm right there with you. You know what I'm saying? Cause I can't. But you would marry man, Joey. What would you? What would you tell your wife to get you for Valentine's Day? Because we need to get these women to understand that men like to be spoiled too. Men are prizes as well. We need to be spoiled as well. I think just to like a pleasant surprise. At this point, I'm married, so my wife she knows what I like. So you know, she gets me like I don't know, like a card, a gift card, or something in there or um, surprises me with like something romantic, like a bear or something. You know, I like sentimental stuff, surprisingly. Um, that, that stuff goes a long way. Um, I'm, a, uh, I'm a gifts is one of my love languages. So just getting me something with a thoughtful note, I'm good. Man. You know, so, cause we're in a great space. So just getting something at this point is fine. Like, you know, my birthday is like that, you know, I'm expecting, you know, a little bit of something, something, something. But, you know, for Valentine's Day, you know, just getting something that's good enough, for me, honestly. Every guy is different now. Now, some guys, you know, it gets to another thing, like you have kids, you know what I'm saying? You have the big house on the hill, you know, you have a right to, you know, want some substantial gifts, but not quite there yet. So for now, mm. just a nice car with a little bit of something in there. Um, you know, maybe a little, you know, Amazon gift card or something. You know, that's 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 enough for me. I I agree with that. I like what you said about the love language thing. I think I my love language, my number one was gift giving, and I think okay. people like people think that that's like a, a materialistic thing, but it's the same thing for me. It's just the fact you gave me a gift. You know what I mean? Like I I most of the gifts I don't remember a lot of times. It's like the fact that I got one. I'm like, oh, this is I won't even. You know what I mean? I'm so taken back by that. But I I will remember if I didn't get a gift or a car or something thoughtful like that yeah. will stick up to me. Not because again, it's not the material. It's just like. Oh, you thought to do this? Like I think about stuff like that. Like I'm like, oh, I, I got. I'm always sending cards, getting people stuff. Like I just feel like it's nice to show people um, that you're thinking about them. But I'm not. I'm not expecting a car or you know a pony out back. 
just, you know, give me a card. They can just sign the bottom of it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm with yeah. that, so I feel that too. I agree with yeah, both I like of y'all. Moments, you know. Yeah. I agree with both of y'all. I don't think you should break the bank for me on Valentine's Day because the fact that you got something, the fact that you thought enough for me to get something for me is good enough for me, you know what I'm saying? Because there's some women out here that don't even get a man anything, and they man out here breaking the bank and working 40 hours to put on a romantic night for them, and they can't even get nothing. So the fact that you got me something, that will be good enough for me. Now, fellas, we're going to get a little messy for a minute because you know these people are out here. What do you get your side person for Valentine's Day? Do they get anything? Did the side person get any anything for Valentine's Day? What y'all think? I no. can't answer that because I'm not participating. I know you're faithful, man. I know you missed the faithful over there. I know you're faithful. You hush over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't need you to give yourself up. You know what I'm saying? Turn your camera off on this second of the conversation. What you think, Dodd? Should the side uh, person be Valentine's Day? The answer is no. I feel like there's unwritten rules to the side game. You know what you signed up for, and Valentine's Day <laughs> is like the Super Bowl of you know relationshipy type shit. And if I'm getting you something, are you the side person? Or are you the main person? Like, you know what this is. I I have been on both sides, so I've never been like, "What you gonna get me for Valentine's Day?" It's look time, maybe a text, like what you asked, what you what we agreed to in the contract. Um. Yeah, Dang. I think that I think that people set themselves up for failure a lot of times because you be waiting for you got a situationship and you're just like, oh, Valentine's Day is coming up, so we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cook my chicken Alfredo, and we're gonna have this this cute ass day. And then you know the day goes by the whole time. You get a text at midnight saying, "Sup," you know, you're gonna be in your feelings because you didn't get what you wanted. And I think exactly. people just hype up Valentine's Day. You know, like it's on social media, it's it's moving this holidays. Like it's we're human. Like I say, I joke about the Ben and Jerry's thing, but it is kind of, you know, you sitting at home, scroll to Instagram, it's sad. It's just like, dang, I wish I was doing that. But yeah. it's all up in here. It's not, like, really that serious. So, yeah, if you are on the side, don't play yourself. Wait yes. till the next day. Y'all can exactly. hang out the 13th so, or the 15th, but the 14th. Is like a real thing going around like social media and stuff like that where people are getting What's that? Oh, my bad. Oh, Go ahead. Good? I didn't hear you. I thought you was done. Go ahead. My bad. Oh, no. I was done. I didn't hear what you said. Yeah, we didn't hear what you asked. So, is this whole side piece thing, is that like a real thing that people are getting this side piece or expecting gifts from people, from their whoever they're... Some side pieces are. Some side pieces are being bold about it and expecting things, you know what I'm saying? So... I don't, I don't know what's up with them, but leave it to me to be the sentimental one. Now you ain't gonna get the romantic dinner and nothing like that. You're not gonna get the whole romantic thing. You might get a box of chocolates or something. You know what I'm saying? And you might get it the day after. You know what I'm saying? Because again, you're the side person. You knew what you signed up for. You know what I'm saying? You might get something. You know what I'm saying? Just because I appreciate your time and I appreciate you understanding you playing your role and you playing your part. So. Hey, I'm going a, I'm to a show some love to you, but you ain't going to get the whole shebang. You ain't going to get the meat cookie dinner and candlelight dinner. You'll get something, you know. I mean, the thing the thing about side pieces is, isn't that, like, expensive? Like, you got to divest your resources 
on the side and have your main like that's that's a lot of work, man. That it, is it definitely it is a lot of work. But if if you know how to budget and you know where the cheap shit is, you can make you can make it work. I know guys have been our men. I guess have been doing that for a long time, but. Man, I'm I'm trying to figure out maybe mm, I don't even want to try to rationalize it, but yeah, man, it's a very interesting seeing people's lives being blown up because they didn't receive something on Valentine's Day, even when they know. Now, not, I don't agree with the whole lives being blown up because you didn't receive something on Valentine's Day. You don't know what's going on with somebody because just because you don't receive something on Valentine's Day, there are 364 other days in the year where you could receive something. And people fail to realize that. But you know what it is? People want to just keep up with everybody on social media. That's what it is, if I'm being honest. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, people make decisions. And for better or worse, you know, people have side pieces and everything. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it personally. I can't handle that level of drama, you know, taking care of my wife and loving on my wife is more than enough responsibility. So you start adding in one, two, three other individuals. That's just, it's a recipe for disaster long-term. I mean, look at look at Will and Jada, right? Like they're the consuming Hollywood couple. And she had a, what was, what did you call it? An entanglement? It's like somebody shot an arrow, not Cooper's arrow either like a poison arrow right through his soul when she said that, I, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Part of me feels like he knows, but it's like, because, because I heard that they were, they were both in open relationships. So I think Will had his people, but I don't think nobody ever came out. So I don't, I don't know that whole mess, but I think the whole mess was the fact they got out. So I don't know. I agree. I mean, I think, you know, some people depend on your moral values and your faith belief system. Perhaps, you know, you have like I know in some countries across the world, you know, men have multiple wives, which is a little bit different than having a side piece, obviously. But, you know, in America, a lot of people have side pieces, but they don't have a lot of money. I don't know, man. Who, who am I? <laughs> I know, man. I'm saying, saying the same thing. I, I definitely agree with you. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's, it's, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Uh, we're going to ride out. We're going to wait. Um, Don's going to hop back on whenever. You know what I'm saying? So I was a shout out to another podcast. Um, shout out to the ladies of the Nashville on Bob the Podcast. A very sexual podcast. You know, heard them on a couple episodes of Look and Talk, so I do give them a shout out. Um, they hit a hundred episodes, so congrats to them. You know, what I'm saying big congrats because any podcast hitting a hundred episodes, that's big. You know, what I'm saying. But they mentioned something about a gift bag. All right, day is about time, Don. You know, what I'm saying you're back in time for this. So I gotta tell y'all this story. I pulled from the Natural and Bother podcast. I'm gonna get y'all thoughts. So a woman goes to a man's house. They have a one night stand, and as she's leaving, she's given a gift bag. And inside the gift bag is forty dollars, a pre-roll, a already roll up of weed, and a sandwich, and some chips, and a bottle of water. 
sandwich on white bread at that, according to the girl. What do y'all think of that? Niggas out here giving out gift bags for one night stands. What do y'all think of that? Isn't that a full chill session? Oh, we can't hear you. Don, turn your mic on. My bad. No, we can't hear you. <laughs> no, I was Don, like, did you hear that? Yeah, I said, I think it's genius. So you think it's genius to like just have the bag on? And, and uh, it turns out you had I mean, the bags I, already. I feel like if you do it. If you do a good job and, you know, the services that were agreed upon were provided, I feel like it's polite to, like, send you off a little little sum. You hungry? You know what I mean? Like, I like to, you know, I at least try and provide a little sandwich, a little meal sometimes. If it depends on who it is. You know, some people get the, the Ubers outside. <laughs> but most hey, people, you know, right I, I made some hamburger help. Are you hungry? Like, yeah, I, think it's, I think it's polite. Like, have y'all? Depending on who it is and, and how well of a job that was done. Like, have you seen the uh, you seen the game? The yeah. TV show, the game. Mm-hmm. Y'all watch the game? Yeah. On BET. I know what it is. Yes. Uh, uh-huh. it was it was Malik? Malik yeah. he was the, the quarterback, and then he used to have like the, gr- the groupy girls all the time. And it was an episode where like the girl woke up, and TT, his assistant, was like shaking her awake. And he's still, and Malik's still asleep. <laughs> he wakes the girl up, and he's like, "All right, um, you be getting the B package. So here's a toothbrush, a fresh pair of panties, a sand- it was like a whole like list of things." And your your cat was outside, and she's like, "What do you mean? I'm I'm chilling." And he was like, "Nope. Here's your package. You can go ahead and go." <laughs> <laughs> and she's like trying to I wake him up. And he's like, they're like carrying her out. Like security's carrying her out. Remember that? Oh my god! Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Man, Jay, what do you think? If you, I, I aspire to a life like that. <laughs> um, I mean, back. If I'm thinking back to like my my college days while I was out there and stuff like that, like, you know, forty dollars a pre roll, a sandwich and that some right chips. there is enough. Shoot, and bro, that's look, you can buy you eight or something with that, too, bro. That's hey, if you put in work, clearly, clearly, I need to love myself more because the pre roll is enough for me. So she took the Instagram about it. I'm like, you gonna take the Instagram for that man? See, here's the thing you hear all the time about you know, guys being broke and. He don't care about me, and there's no thought process. Well, you get, you know, you come over, you do your do. A guy give you a a package when you leave. A lot of times, the dudes just be like, "Yo, you gotta get the f out." Like, yeah, you, you die here. He gave he he took time to pre roll for you. Shoot, like I hey, said, the, it, was, <laughs> it was a pre roll for me. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely the pre roll and the money. It's like. Hey, you can pay your Netflix bill with that. Let's go. You can what? You can pay your Netflix, you can pay your HBO Max with that. Man, come Listen, on now. <laughs> you can knock out a free uh, a few uh, services, Disney Plus, and yeah. all your media services. Forty dollars. You should be able to take care of it with that. So I mean, and look. shit. If you drove a long way, you could just put the gas in, put the forty dollars in your tank. See, when I was in college, I don't, I don't see a problem. I feel like it's, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I feel like I was going to say my old college. I feel like the bare minimum for somebody you fucking with, but you're not with, they're coming over and doing a service. 
Yeah. If it, you ain't got gas money, I got you on the gas. You coming over to help me out. So I got, I got you on the gas. Right. If you're hungry and I have some food left over, you can have something to eat and drink or whatever. I think it's just polite, but go ahead. Yeah. Listen. So think go about ahead. it from your perspective. You get a package like that, right? You don't tell everybody about that. You say thank you. And that's going to help you perform even better the next time. Good for both of y'all. Telling everybody what you got because you don't want to mess up a good thing. See, I wouldn't have posted that online. I would have been mm -hmm. like, oh my God. Never. I get this? Never. Think about this. You just had a good time. Then you get to go home, okay? And you get to light up. If you don't have a lighter, you can use the forty dollars. Go get you a nice little lighter, bro. <laughs> man, you, now you just hey, look, man. To me, and you got that's a sandwich. A you got food too. You good to go? Man, you fumbled the bag. It's like you fumbled the bag by telling everybody yeah. this. Somebody got down. I'm gonna kill that with the DL so I could continue to receive my blessings. I would have shut the hell up and been like, "Hey, when next time you need me?" You know what I'm saying? Shit. <laughs> See, that's what's wrong with these kids these days. The social, the social media generation. Everybody got to post everything. You can't post everything, man. You got to post. There's like certain things that you post online, right? You have fun. You know, you have family events stuff. But it's, it's people that post every single thing, every part of their life. They have a fight. It's online. They break up. It's online. They mad, it's online. I'm not going to say I didn't used to do that, but as you get older, you just like the what you post, when you post, how you post. You got to, don't, man. People be ruining their own. Yes. Yes. Bless you. I, I, I was around when I, when I was out there back when, back in the day. That, man, that'd be nice, man. That's. Yeah. Yeah, man. Package, my guy. Man, listen, a pack. Man, send me home. Because I know the most I did when I was in college, the most I did, I remember one chick stayed over. I got up, I, I really liked this. I made her some pancakes, you know what I'm saying? That's probably the most I done did so far. But anybody else, it's like I really didn't do none of that because I just really wasn't feeling it. But if I really like you, I'm going to go all out for you. I'm going to cook you some breakfast or I'm going to take you out for breakfast, you know what I'm saying? Well, hell, we'll go off the brunch or something, you know? But if y'all yeah. had a pack, let's say y'all did. If y'all did that, what would be in it? If y'all were to put something together for somebody hmm. as a thank you for your services package, what would y'all do? See, me, I'm the type of person that would probably cook um, and drop you off type of deal. That's probably what I would do. Um, Agreed. I probably wouldn't be a pre-roll type of person, but I would make sure you pull that you had a nice plate, like, you know, those little hole-in-the-wall plates where they stuff the to-go box real good for mm -hmm. you? And a nice little canned drink. I definitely, you know what I'm saying, hook you up, get you a nice little Haitian plate, you know, with some pickles, some dirigeon jean, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. some, some chicken. I, I hook you up, you know what I mean, with a little plate. Make sure that you're good going back to the house. So, um, <laughs> like, hey, he Whoever the dude is that came up with that, man, hey, that's a that's a good idea. Now, it's got to be for the right person now. Mm -hmm. Agreed, yes. Got to be for the right person. I think this dude was doing it for just people he would randomly smash, though. It's like, 
But if it's just a random one night stand, I don't know about that. But if it's somebody with some potential, you're gonna take care of them. But Don, what you think? Um, I feel like I've done this, just not as uh, as concise as this guy's doing it. <laughs> I, should, I wish I would have had you know outline and a uh, layout for mine. But I, yeah, like oh, I said, yeah. it's like you know somebody in my you know I call it my little black book, if you will. Coming through, like I'm gonna at least at the very minimum have the party favors. So we're gonna have something to drink, smoke, whatever. Um, I, I, I cook. I'm southern. I'm from, so we're gonna eat something. Like cause I'm gonna eat regardless. So like a meal, and yeah, I'll give you a ride, or you know, at least send send the car for you. I think that's like the bare minimum of like politeness when you're like dealing with someone on that level. Um, I have been in situations where I have uh, dealt with people, and uh, it's just been you know, this is a a quick transaction, clearly, and I will see you when I see you. Probably never again, but uh, yeah. yeah, I feel like with somebody that you like you care about, you know, you know, you're not with them, but obviously, if you're spending that time more than once, it's somebody you trust, you know. And so, yeah, let's make it a comfortable environment for everybody. Send you off comfortable. I want you to come back and have a great time again, but you got to know what the boundary is with that too. You can't do too much. Now, Victor, I I can appreciate cooking breakfast because I've cooked breakfast too. Taking. Uh, Going to brunch and all that, like that's a different level. You real nice. See, I was I was you with that Snoop Dogg real quick. <laughs> what do you say? Taking bitches out to eat, <laughs> spending money on these hoes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. You listen. I ain't never taken nobody. What song brunch, was though. that? That's old. That's old school Snoop Dogg. Yeah, that is definitely old school Snoop Dogg. Now I ain't never taken nobody to brunch or nothing, but I did cook one time though. But Look, what I would do is, it's levels to this shit. I'm going to be real with you. If I really like you, yeah, I'm going to get up, I'm going to cook you some breakfast. But if I could afford it and I could just see you on your way, I would definitely put a little package together, put some money in there, and put a couple shots of liquor in there too, you know what I'm saying? Now, you know, I might get you a little mattress and some orange juice so you can make your own mimosa, and you might get the sandwich in there too, so you know what I'm saying? Like I said, if I have the funds to go ahead and do it, and I'll slide you a couple of dollars for gas, you know what I'm saying? Or get you a ride, or give you a ride, or get you a ride, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's this house is the four seasons. <laughs> oh my gosh. You get mimosas, you get the brunch, you get the ballet. Hey, that's a good time right there. You heard Listen, it here first, y'all. I said, but it's levels to this shit, you know what I'm saying? It's that's like true. if I really feel like we got something. I'm gonna go all out for you, but if I feel like this is just a one night stand, I don't know about all that. Now you might get to ride home, but I don't know about all that, you know. I feel you. Your package. Huh? Your performance determines your package. Hello. Hey. A, B, C, or D. Mm-hmm. You yeah. don't want the choices. The choice is yours at the end of the day. It's either gold, it's either platinum, gold, or silver, you know, or bronze, you know what I'm saying? The choice is yours. Colonial silver? (laughs) (laughs) The choice is definitely yours. Ladies and gentlemen, the the more lucky you drink, the better I sound. So you might want to go ahead and pull it up for this last, the main topic. I know we had minute 47. Now we hit the main topic of the night, you know what I'm saying? Which is, why do people... Think certain things are gay. Like if a man does something, it's gay. If a man goes to brunch, it's gay. If a man drinks tea, it's gay. What do y'all think of this? Because I'm like, what the fuck can a man do? I'm like, what the hell y'all want us to do? 
Look at Don. <laughs> look at Don. <laughs> like, bro. Y'all, if y'all are listening to the podcast, y'all should see Don over here just rolling up like he ready for this one because. <laughs> hey, look. I know what you're talking about because I seen um, a screenshot of the Twitter post the other day where a homie said, if you wash your butt around your butthole, you gay. What? Uh, Are you serious? I want to be clean. It's gay to want to be clean? This, that's your people. This is y'all's this is people. Look, I was I was so floored up like with timeout number one. You walking out here not washing your tank because you think that that's gay? No, what like gym socks. A woman walks up on you and she can smell that shit on you. Imagine, imagine you about to get some bomb head. Bomb. And you oh Bang. And they From she pulls them down and you just hit it with that bomb, that pipe bomb. Bro, I just we we laughing, but people really think this way. That's what I'm saying. I'm talking about it. We had a lot of retweets, and I was just like, I just this this is what and y'all y'all tell me if I'm off the hinges. This is what make you gay. If you have sexual intercourse with another man, right? Bring it home, Jackie. Bring it's it home. consensual. That's gay. Come on, somebody. Right? If you clean yourself or if you take selfies, oh, you can't take selfies. That's gay. You can't drink tea. That's gay. You can't go to brunch. That's gay. I just, I, Sounds I like just, very repressed, struggling people. I, so what we got to deal with is this 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 hyper masculine culture where you got to be so uptight, you got to be so rough and and and, and I'm a I'm a man like Hulk Hogan. You, you, it's just it's toxic. I mean, there's no other thing, no other way to call it. In my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, guys, you know, not smiling and, and you know, they don't dance. They don't show emotions. You know, we can clearly see that this stuff is not healthy, literally. Yeah. Like not expressing yourself, you will explode at some point. And I guarantee you it will be at the wrong place and at the wrong time. And you won't know how to deal like bad Let's say, God forbid, somebody dies, right? You always mm-hmm. keep everything in. So now somebody's going to ask you how you're doing at work. I don't give a Why you fucking bother me? And they're going to look at you like, yo, all I ask, you know, how you doing? Like, and it happens all the time. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. So this whole, you know, thing where guys are posting stuff on Twitter and other social media, this makes you gay, this makes you gay. Now, there's sometimes where you can do certain activities that you could consider suspicious. That's one thing, but to say you gay if you do certain things, I'm just, I thought we were past this. I really did. Yeah. I thought we were past this whole, 
you know, um, you know, if you if you cry in front of your girl, you know, you got to break up with her now. That makes you you gay, and I just I, I don't know, man. I've seen all kinds of stuff where this this makes you gay, this makes you gay. Y'all tell me, am I am I wrong? Is is am I off here? Like I know I don't know everything about all this stuff because I'm not out there like that. But what what did, I mean? What do y'all think? I haven't heard a lie yet. I haven't heard a lie yet. Um, I think that. You know, what I was thinking of the whole time you were saying that uh, was that Damon Dash interview where you know a real man doesn't work for other men, a real man doesn't eat tacos, a real yeah. man doesn't you know walk into the bubblegum at the same time, like all that dumb shit he was spewing on there. It was really funny and it, and it gave me a lot of great memes and I appreciate it. But it really was it's scary because I know a lot of Damon Dashes, like I know a lot of niggas that think that way, and I like that kind of thinking and it's like that. What point do we get past that? That's really kind of crazy. And I know you. I don't know if y'all heard the story about the man that shot his doctor when he was getting when he got his uh, his exam, his prostate exam. Do you hear about that story? What doctor? Y'all, y'all, y'all. What? I don't want to get too. I don't want to get too graphic. Get graphic. On, no, on podcast, but no, I got to hit it. A man in Atlanta got it. Was getting a prostate exam, and you know, prostates when they got to go up in there. Right, right. And check your prostate. Right. Just to give a quick synopsis without getting too nasty, the prostate, that area, it, it, it stimulates things for men, basically. Sure. <laughs> when that's right, that's what creates, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, when it's touched, sometimes again, he felt like that was some guy, he was having some kind of gay act, I guess. So that was some kind of gay, gay, like whatever. He freaked out on the doctor, turned around, shot the doctor in the chest twice. The doctor lived, but like he shot the man and said that he was like, like that was, he never had that happen before. And that was like, the doctor was like abusing him or something. Like he thought it was like a sexual thing. And it was like, just cause he reacted that way. And it's like, that's just the ignorance of how you do, you know what I mean? Like my nigga, you probably have prostate I'm not saying I'm pushing that, but like you're getting checked because you might have something to get checked for. But it's like you only want to get checked for that right. and because you think it's a gay act, and then you shoot this man, and now you in jail. Like, like it's so it's like it's I don't know. It's just it's funny, but it's not because it's like these it's this kind of thinking. You do something stupid like that, and now you in jail. Like for God knows, how. I mean, want to die, it would be the rest of your life. But like. I don't know. I didn't mean to take that turn with it because that was a lot. But that's what no, I'm saying. Like, people think that way. So, I got to see on the link. I got a link. I'll put it in the chat that we have. So here's the thing. It was over the summer. Here's the thing about this story, right? How sad is this? Being, I know for black men, you absolutely, when you turn the big four zero, you must get your prostate checked. Like, it's mandatory. Yeah. And I know because yeah. I, you know, I go to my doctor and he told me when I asked him about it, I was he was like, listen, if you catch it early, it's like a 98% cure rate. Simple. Yeah. You gotta do your treatment, but it's almost it's not a hundred percent guarantee, but almost every time when you catch it early, you get you get it out of the way, get that done. It's it's not like they're hurting you. So it's like the fact that, number one, you don't know your own biology. 
Number two, the hypermasculinity almost kills somebody doing a medical procedure. Literally. You know, because the doctor could get sued for, you know, this isn't, you know, the Brazzers porn set. Like, the doctor has a responsibility <laughs> to do things by the book. <laughs> and exactly. that was the last thing in it's just really like that's that's you right that's really sad man and especially in atlanta yeah. too like atlanta only has the stigma so it's just uh. i think that's why i think that's why he shot the doctor honestly because atlanta has that stigma of men being gay but that is sad that a doctor just doing his job just get shot because you're insecure about yourself, you know what I'm saying? And you're not comfortable in the skin you in, you know what I'm saying? And you're not comfortable with your sexuality and yourself as a man, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I say this now, but it's like, if you got to do what you got to do, do what you got to do to make sure I'm healthy, you know what I'm saying? That, that's not no shoot somebody in the head. It ain't like Dr. was trying to turn you on, you know what I'm saying? He's just doing his job to make sure you're healthy and you want to shoot him because of this stigma. That is definitely some bullshit. It is. And let me just add something to that, too, for the black men that are listening, because even hearing this story, there's still going to be some ignorance out there that's like, oh, I ain't right. no man going to be touching on me. A prostate exam is not like you are going on, you know, a, a wine and dinner date with a fucking doctor and he's, you know, banging you out at the end of it. It's literally a finger for less than two or three seconds. Like, it's in this checks to make sure you're healthy. Check that we got uh, Bozeman, rest in peace. He was 35 when he got diagnosed. And you know what I mean? Like, that's, it's, they right. say 40, but it's earlier and earlier. Like, you just mm -hmm. never know. And you just have to, that's all. Get checked. Don't be ridiculous about it. It's not sound about that. Yes. But I just want to throw it in there. That's important. It's important. It's really important. Do not be ridiculous about it. Please get checked, you know what I'm saying? Because your health is important, you know what I'm saying? Too many of us are dying at young ages because, you know what I'm saying, we're not getting checked, you know what I'm saying? And it's yeah, sad. I'm 33. I'm 33, and I just had to go. I had surgery just in November because <laughs> I went and got my check. That was my second one I ever got, and they found something. They had to go in and take something out. Like, if I wouldn't have gotten checked, I wouldn't have known, and who knows what I would have turned into. Like, I'm 33. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that could be anybody, so... It's important to go get it checked out. Like, thank God it was nothing, but it's. I'm yeah. glad I was there. Thank God yeah. it was nothing. Um, but also, fellas, it's just we gotta change this because this shit is just not healthy. And then, what do y'all think of the women that be like, "Oh, if a man do this, I think he gay." You know, what I'm saying if a man drinks tea, what do y'all think of the women chiming in? I'm like, ladies, if y'all don't shut the fuck up, what is wrong with y'all? And that's the that's the other that's the collateral damage again, of that hyper-masculinity is when you teach your daughters and the women in the community who don't know any better, now you got them thinking that. So when you, if a man is trying to express himself or, you know, he says, you know, I need to go get a pedicure because my feet hurt or anything that's considered feminine, now you have the women saying, oh, well, he must be gay or secretly gay because he did all these things. And those are those things just don't make you gay. I mean, we have to sit down to, you know, just from our education system, from a cultural standpoint, mm -hmm. we need some paradigm shifts. I mean, even within the black community, we, yes, we, do. We, we, we have a lot of things that we need to work on within our community. This is one of them. We need to have some community education mm -hmm. sessions, you know, with some, some, you know, we've got to get some black doctors, some nurse practitioners, 
there's some basic things for some mm-hmm. reason we're going through the cracks with knowing, you know, like I said earlier, the technical definition of a man or even a woman being gay is if you have sexual intercourse or commit a sexual act consensual with somebody else of the same sex. Outside of that, that's not, that's just not, you know, gay. It's just, I don't know, man. I mean, there must be a lot of stuff that I'm missing. It's, like, it's, I know I'm fairly young, but I miss that whole generation. So, yeah, just, I miss that generation too. It's like, uh, what were you about to say, Don? No, I'm just saying it's just it's sad, like the lives that people could, could, that the prisons that we put ourselves in. You know what I mean? Like the way you don't want to express yourself because it's it, it, for fear of somebody thinking this is this about you. When it's like there's so much more fun to be had in the world, so many more things that could just be easier for us. But it's just like the own the things that we just held on to and put you know the blocks we built up for ourselves. It's like it's not even that serious most of it. But I do want to just real quick say about like I don't want to blame like the the whole aspect of like the hypermasculine thing i'm not gonna be like women have anything to do with that but i do think women are the gatekeepers to like initiating the change of those conversations because women hold they got the gift they got you know what i mean i hate to say it like that but they they, yeah, they, right. they, they make the world go around so they're gonna do the, the men are gonna do what their women are gonna say you know what i mean and i think that once the women really get that power it's those it's those kind of conversations because like they, I, I really think that it's more, it's cyclical, right? So you have women being raised by dads that, you know, are hyper-masculine and shit, you know, and they don't know what to look for in a good dude. So they repeat the same kind of bullshit. They repeat these narratives. Like, oh, this is gay. That's gay. I want this kind of man. He got to do this. He has to, there's a truck over his head. You know what I mean? All these different things. And now they're shorthanded, but they don't know what a real one is. So I feel like it takes us educating, you know, like, Women on what they should be looking for, and then they'll know what they want, and then they'll start change, they'll start requiring more. You know what I mean? And guys are gonna bend to it because they're gonna want to go. You know? Yeah. Yes. They're gonna go to what the pussy is. I hate to say it like that, but no, that's what right. I'm saying. I think that once we like make more of an effort to show women what a real man is, then they can actually, you know, know what to look for, and they, they can control the conversation. But I feel like as long as Men are the ones controlling the conversation, and there's nobody holding anybody accountable. <laughs> yes, and also we need mature women to go ahead and take the lead on this because we don't need the women that be on social media if a man is expressing himself. Oh, you're passive aggressive. You're this or you're that. Now I don't need those kind of women that want to bash men that want to express themselves about what they experienced and the heartbreak that they uh, that was caused by a toxic woman that that ain't you. You know what I'm saying? We need mature women that wanna that wanna help men out here that wanna get better, you know what I'm saying? Because there are women out there, you know what I'm saying, that want to see black men get better, that really do have our backs, you know what I'm saying? Instead of the ones that are on social media that just sit there being toxic or just laughing at it, be like, oh, I laughed at this. I'm like, how the fuck is a man getting his heart broken, laughed at, but when you got your heart broken, oh, it's niggas ain't this and niggas ain't that, you know what I'm saying? It is 2021. We need to change the stigma. And fellas, if you want to go have brunch, go have brunch. Just don't pay ten dollars for it. Yeah, and yes, yes, and that is a shot at a black at a business that I went to. It's like you charge me ten dollars for brunch because I'm a man. Get the fuck out. Wait, of here. what? What happened? Yeah, there's a spot in Jacksonville. I'm not gonna say the name, but 
they really charge ten dollars for me being a man just for brunch. I'm like, if y'all don't get the fuck out of here. But the only reason why I paid is because somebody I was with, they were just helping on going. I was like, you know what? Okay, fine. But I was pissed about it. I'm like, ten dollars for brunch when all these nice ass brunch spots that are out here ain't charged me a dime to come have brunch, you know what I'm saying? And then the brunch was trash. Was this like the like million woman marks on like Washington? Where were you having brunch at? Like <laughs> was it like a I'll tell you how we don't it was a nice spot we went to for my birthday, but I'll tell y'all after I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give their name away, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be nice to them and not give their name away, but are you serious? You wanna charge me ten dollars because I'm a man? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and all you promoters listening to this. If you won't charge a man ten dollars for brunch because he's a man, that's a bad way to lose business right there. Because a real at least let the brunch, let the brunch be fire if you're gonna do that. Like it's got to be on point. Hello, let the brunch be fire. Let the brunch be amazing. Let it be the best brunch I've ever had. And you better charge everybody for that. But to charge me ten dollars because I'm a man. Uh, that's wild. I don't get it, man. I, I don't I get, get it either. Me. It's like. If it's $10 for a club, I understand because you know how clubs do. All the women in free until a certain time, you know what I'm saying? You guys yeah. got to pay. That I understand, but for fucking brunch? When I can go somewhere else, you know what I'm saying? To another part of town and get brunch <laughs> and not be charged for it? Get the fuck out of here. Wow. <laughs> that <laughs> is listen, all in all, ladies and gentlemen, fellas, do what the fuck makes you happy. Fuck all these people that be saying if this is gay and that's gay, you know what I'm saying? Fuck all that shit. If it makes you happy, do it. Fuck what they gotta say. I agree with that 100%. Because only you can create your own happiness at the end of the day, man. I agree with that 100%. Listen, all right, fellas, y'all got any free game for the people, you know what I'm saying? Anything y'all wanna give advice on, anything y'all wanna speak on, what's free game? This week, y'all. Anything y'all want to give advice on? Be open-minded and do your research. When you research, make sure it's from a valid source. If you're taking advice from a YouTube doctor, that's probably not a good source. You want to read something from an actual doctor or nurse in the medical field when it comes to health. All of us, especially black people, need therapy. We all need somebody to talk to. Mm-hmm. All of us. I need someone to talk to. Donnie, somebody to talk to. Vic needs somebody to talk to. Especially after last year. Especially. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and the things that we experienced at the very beginning of this year, um, we all need somebody to talk to. Be open-minded and be willing to be have a teachable spirit. Um, sometimes I think that I got something down pat. I have to humble myself and realize that I don't have all the answers. And that ends up helping me out because it's like, if you have a doctor, that doctor spent 15, almost 20 years studying medicine. They, even when they become a doctor, what do they tell you? We going to try this out and see if it works. Now, this is the expert. So if the doctor is still saying, we don't know for sure if this is going to work, then if you're just a regular person, how much more so should you not be open-minded? Let people tell you things. 
Go back and research it and decide what's good for you. Don't just, ah, I'm not going to participate. Ah, that's wrong. No. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. That's fine. But your opinion can be wrong. Just don't get up in arms about somebody having a different opinion from you. Do please take the time to do the research. It makes it so much easier for everybody involved. Please. That's that's it. I'm off my soapbox. Agree. That's really good. That is definitely. I agree. Really that was good. good. Now we need to definitely investigate before we just go off on something. Don, what's your free game? Um, it's funny. Mine is like very similar to uh, that same uh, like sentiment. Because um, mine was just about just listening to people. Um, when you're talking to people, when you listen to understand, when you're talking to people. Um, I think that we're in the age where everybody has a voice and everybody has an opinion and someone to say. And I certainly, you know, got a lot to say. I have two podcasts, so I'm always talking. Um, but I think you have to realize that everybody's voice is equally important. Nobody's voice is more important than yours. And just because you feel a certain way doesn't make, just because we don't agree on a certain point doesn't make either, either one of us wrong. We're talking from our own perspectives, right? Now there are things that are right and wrong, but if we're debating about something, it's like, I'm coming from from this way, you're coming from that way, and I can hear you, and I can acknowledge that you feel this way. It doesn't mean I have to be agreeing or co-signing, and it also doesn't mean that I have to bash you for it. I think that that's how you learn from people, and um, it's just been on my heart recently, and I had a podcast recording this morning, and uh, I was, we were talking about, like, a, not a heated topic, but it was, like, a deep conversation just about, like, you know, leaving our legacies and all these things in career and all this stuff. And the way I explained the situation, he was like, oh, man, Don, I got inter- to interrupt you right there. That's the first time I ever disagreed with you. I think it's this, this, and this. And I, was, I heard exactly what he said. And when I heard it back, I was like, oh, I, know, I see how we thought that. And so what I said was, well, let me, let me run it back. I, now I see why you said that. I used the wrong word. The word I meant to use was this, and here's why. And so after I explained it, he was just like, dang. He was like, man, can you see what we just did right there? That's communication. He was like, you know how much uh, how much people can't solve? They just stopped and just like, hey, say that one more time. What I'm hearing you say is this. You know what I mean? Okay, I heard that. What I was saying, you know what I mean? I think people just hear one thing. They hear what they want to hear and run with it, and there's no really effective change. I think you just want to get your point across and get it out and leave it at that. But it's like, if you're talking to a wall or people that only think the way you think, then that's not going to change anything. So just be open to hearing things, open-minded, like you said. Just everybody has a point. You don't have to agree with it. But everybody deserves the respect of having their voice just heard and written down, notated. Noted. I heard you. I feel you. I got you. You're good. That's all. That's real. That's real. That is real, real sad. Now, my free game is this. People, do not support a Black-owned business just because you're Black. Support them for the product or service they offer. Support them because they are on their game, you know what I'm saying? If they're not on their game and their product ain't quality, don't, you don't have to support them. No, hold them accountable and make their product better. Don't just support a Black-owned business because they're Black. And Black-owned business owners, don't look for Black people to support you just because they're Black. No, look for support because you have a quality product and a service mm-hmm. offer. Don ain't out here being like, support my podcast because I'm black. Junkie ain't out here, support me because I'm black. No, support us because we have quality products. So listen, if you have a quality product, support it 
let your product sell itself. Don't use the color of your skin to sell your product. You know what Come I'm saying? On. And I totally agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Because somebody else mentioned that. Are we obligated? No, we're not obligated to support nobody because we're black. You know what I'm saying? No. We support products that are worth supporting. So yes. that's again. That's good. Oh, go ahead, Don. No, I said, so that's good, Vic. I, that's good. Just a little caveat to add to that. I would say for most Black-owned businesses, I'm a big Black business supporter myself. Um, I always support at least one Black business a week. I would say, especially when they're first starting out, I would say to have a little bit of patience because a lot of Black-owned businesses don't have the funding um, that a lot of big businesses that we that well, we go no to. Problem. That's no problem. Because you got to, it's but like. Around for a while, definitely like, hey, you know, if I wait two and a half hours for some food, that's that's not good customer service. Okay, so, that part I agree with. Yeah, it's so have a little bit of patience at the beginning. If they brand new, have a little patience. Let them, you know, build themselves up. Let them gain some experience. But definitely want to uphold quality products because it's going to make it better for everybody involved. I do agree with mm -hmm. that. Now listen, that was a black-owned business that I had to wait for some hours to sue. But they were, but me and my home male friend, I was sitting right in front. We were, they were being conversational. They were being friendly about it. They were being cool about it. You know what I'm saying? That's not if you being friendly, you being conversational, and you were like, "Hey, I'm sorry for your wait. Here's a drink or something." If you're being friendly about it, that's not a problem. But if you're just not really saying anything to me, you're not communicating or nothing like that. That's when it's a problem. You know. That's <laughs> It's like, I, I understand the way, you know what I'm saying? I understand we got to have patience because they're just getting started. And I that part I get. But, but if you're not communicating, if you're not making me feel welcome, then you're not being friendly about it, I understand. So because a lot of Black-owned businesses, I hate to say this, but some of them, they don't really make you feel welcome. They're not really going out their way to really help you, you know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. I, I go to Family Homecoming or to the Florida Classic, and you got all kind of vendors just welcoming me, like, hey, come to my stand, you know? They're still welcoming, you know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like we need to keep that same energy, you know? I agree. I totally agree. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all for tuning in to the return of Liquor Talk and Don and Juggy. Thank y'all for rocking me for another guys only round, you know what I'm saying? Now, where can the people contact y'all at? Uh, for me, it is at BOJ Bowling on Instagram. I'm also now on TikTok. Y'all be patient because I'm learning the TikTok game. Hey. <laughs> we you know that I'll teach me. <laughs> yes, we will. Yeah, teach we'll me too. I'm I'm working on getting some new equipment as well to improve the quality thereof. But yes, um, on Instagram at BOJ Bowling, TikTok at BOJ Bowling. Um, that is where I am at now. Don, where can the people find you at, man? Um, I am at the Don B. That is uh, T H E E Don Don D O in the way it sounds B on all platforms: uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, the B Spot Pod is on all platforms, like I said earlier. Also on Instagram, so you can follow that. Check me out for updates. And also the Independent Dream Factory at the Independent Dream Factory on Instagram. Follow that page and keep up with what we're doing with the events and all the stuff we got going forward with that. So, yeah, as always, thank you for having me. It's not a problem, man. I definitely appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, I'm going to try to make Orlando some of them events, man. And also, I'm going to look forward I mean, We haven't had very many. 
because of what's going on. So we got time. Like I know we're in a pandemic. I know we're in a pandemic. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But like I said, once once I know when the events are, I'm definitely gonna try to slide. And also, whenever you're ready to have me on the peace spot, let me know. You know what I'm saying? And also, we'll let you're ready to have me on off black. You know what I'm saying? I would love anyway. to have both of you guys on the B spot. Y'all heard it. I'm putting I'm saying it live on the air. Like I would love to have both of y'all on. Um, I have a lot it. of fun Let's topics that it. we could do. Like Let's do it. Yeah. It'll be great. Let's do it. Anyway. Right. It's done. Y'all already know you can find me on Instagram, Real B Jones, if if you want the personal or if you want the business, it's Look and Talk Podcast. Um, Twitter is Real V Jones. Uh, Facebook is Victor Jones. Um, TikTok coming soon. You know what I'm saying once I figure this shit out, you know what I'm saying. I'm too old for TikTok. I don't know how to do it. I, I, I can't work it. Just think of it as an easier version of Instagram. It's very once you start learning how to use it. It is very. You get the views stack up quick. Trust me. Trust All right. Me. I'm All right. I'm, I'm gonna trust you on that. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the return of Liquor Talk. Thank you to my fellas for another guys only round. We're gonna bring it back to you in March. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna run it back in March, ladies and gentlemen. But until next time, get ready for more liquor. Go ahead, pour it up. You know what I'm saying? Thank y'all for joining us. Go ahead and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all of the above. You all know what I'm them. saying? Go ahead and check us out on YouTube as well. We got more big shit popping, little shit popping, nothing. If the Bucks win or lose, I'm still a Bucks fan. You know what I'm saying? Until next time, we out this thing. Deuces, everybody. Peace.